Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And I'm so excited about the holidays. Yes, it's the holidays. you got your green and red going on. Got my on. green and red going. Glory to God. Got a little, good. got a Christmas tree Christmas behind tree. me there and another one over, over there. <laughs> you know, it's all, everything's backwards when you look at the monitor, you know. Those kind of different things. God's so good and gracious. Thank you for looking at these boardroom chats. I want to make this announcement. This is the most amazing thing. We started doing this social media stuff that you're seeing here. And uh, in January 2020, anyway, from January 2020 to the end of November of 2023, we've had, oh, I think it was 62 million, wow. 35,400 and something people have contacted this ministry in some way, shape or form. Isn't that a miracle of the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, and, uh, and when the Bible said when this gospel is preached to the world for witness, so, Kathy, I think we're witnessing the gospel that's of right. Jesus Christ on these boardrooms. And that's chats. just in the last couple of years. We've been on social media for a oh, long time, Lord, but we yeah. really increased our presence, started doing Amen. a whole lot more daily things Amen. and videos. Amen. Such a blessing of the Lord. Then. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about something. Go with me to the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, Kathy. Okay, I'm And uh, uh, I want to talk about something that I totally believe in is your word. I find that the church world, in, and I call it these last days, they try to separate God from his word. And you can't separate God from his word because the Bible says St. John chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was God. So you can't separate the word and the word was with God, you see. But a lot of people say, well, you know, healing is not for today. What Jesus said, by his stripes you were healed. See, you can't separate that, see. Right. There's no way, shape, or form you can do that. I hate it when people try to put words in my mouth, try to interpret what I said when I really didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, that's so true. Because yeah, they misunderstand, and I'm sure that this is what a lot of people do with the word of God. They twist it, turn it around, and that's what the devil has always done. From the beginning, he, Amen. he, he tried to twist God's word when he was talking to Eve. Right. So it's well, not anything new. I want to talk about that, our word. When you give your word, it should be synonymous to God's word. If God's word doesn't return void, your word shouldn't return void. Mm. I want to talk about that today, and I want to go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 55. And I, this is such a phenomenal chapter. I want to start with verse 6. It says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. And verse 7, Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. See, that's the God of a second chance. Right. And, to, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Isn't that a blessing of the Lord? Mm -hmm. I wish Christians would do that. <laughs> you want to hear, you you know. hear it in the Amplified? Yeah, then I want to keep reading. Go ahead. Verse 6 says, What's the Amplified say? 6 says, yeah. Seek, inquire for, and require the Lord while he may be found, claiming him by necessity and by right. Call upon him while he is near. I Isn't like that. that. Good? That's, really that Are you going to read verse 7? Verse 7, it says, Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have, have love, pity, and mercy for him and to our God for he will multiply to him his abundant pardon. Isn't that a blessing? Yeah. Now verse 8, we have quoted this over the years. If you want to know what God thinks about you, look at verse 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm. And now verse 10, For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. 
Mm -hmm. So God's really doing some wonderful talking. And now verse 11 is where I want to get to. Uh -huh. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper. Well, look at that word. So many people say prosperity is not in the Bible. Shall it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. I want to talk about that, that your word should be synonymous to God's word. If God's word doesn't return void, then what should you yeah, a man asked me one time, he said, well, you know, sometimes I, I found that God's word returned void to me. He said this and it didn't happen. I said, you know why it didn't happen? You didn't believe it the way he believed it. Sure. He said, yes, I did. I said, no, you didn't. It's kind of like your children. You know, you tell, you, maybe I remember years ago, boy, I mean, we used to have a swing set when I was a kid. And uh, one of my cousins and myself, we tried to get up on top of the swing set, you know, walk on that pipe up there. Boy, my mom and them said, and she saw said, Get off that top of that because you could hurt yourself and fall, you know. And we said, okay, mama, okay. And uh, we did. And about four minutes later, she looks out and we back up on top. Now, you know, was I a bad boy? No, I wasn't a bad boy. I just didn't believe her word the way she believed her word. Mm -hmm. See, she believed her word and said, listen, you get off that thing. So I didn't believe her word. See, a lot of times we don't believe God's word the way he believes his word. Mm -hmm. Because once we start believing his word the way he believes it, we have what we say. You see it's what I'm true. saying? In every way, and I don't care if you have trouble. You don't climb a mountain and a mountain won't move unless you talk to it. Say to the mountain, be thou removed. All these things, you see. But I made up my mind that when I tell somebody something, I'm going to do what I say. Now, now if something happens and it can't be done right away, I'm going to go to that person. They don't have to find me and chase me. Right. Things of that nature. This is what the Lord is saying. So that's why I believe when I don't see an immediate answer to something that I'm praying for and believing for, because why? I don't mix faith and time. You've heard me say that many times. Time will become your enemy. I just know when God says something, he's going to do what he said. But suppose that, whoa, whoa, I don't have the suppose that don't work syndrome. Now, you can do what you want to do, but his word shall not return in the, him for it, and wherever he sends it, it's going to prosper. That's spiritual, physical, and financial. He said, the sower soweth the word. Some 30, some 60, some 104. Why? Because God sent it there to prosper. Prosper. Now, people have asked me all the time, but it seems like everything you do is blessed. Well, God sent his word to me to prosper mm -hmm. in every which way, spiritually, physically, and financially. I pray that every day. You know, I, I, I said, Lord, let me flow more than the Holy Ghost than I've ever flowed. Let me have more health than I've ever had. Let me have more finance to complete my destiny and reach my destination. I, now, that's not a problem putting that in there. And he said he'd bless me in the city, in the field, going in and going out. So people can persecute me, say what they want about me. I'm just believing what that Bible said. That's good. You see what I'm saying? I love it. Yeah, but have you ever had some hard time? No, only with people. <laughs> Never with God. You know right. what I'm saying? God's pretty easy to get along with, you know? He's not as hard on you as people are on you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like when I tell you something, you expect me to do what I say it. Definitely. Right. And, and, and that more than right that I should. Because you see, if we're created in God's image and in his likeness, then our words ought to be just as sound and just as strong as his words. Mm -hmm. How do I know that? I say in John 14, verse 12, he said, the work that I do shall you do and greater works than these shall you do. Mm -hmm. Whatsoever you, you know, I go to my father. And he said, if you ask anything in my name, anything's a big word. Anything. He said, I will do it. So when I look at that in red, I go, well, 
That spiritual, physical, and financial. I don't think the Lord was just trying to say some words to fill up the Bible page. You know what I'm trying to say? That's right. So I want to ask you a question today. Is your word synonymous to God's word? When you give your word to someone, do you fulfill it? Because there's another scripture in Psalms 89, verse 34, and it's one of my favorite scriptures. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. Hmm. Now, you see, I take that to myself. I will not break covenant, and nor will I alter the thing that went out of my lips. Now, sometimes you swear to your own hurt. Right. You said something you shouldn't say, but if you said it, you should do it. do it. What do you think about that? I agree with that. You know, your word has to mean something. That's right. That's like when we got married. That's right. You met, our words meant something. That, you take a vow. Oh, that was a vow. That was more than just words. Well, your words still should matter, whether you yes. call it a vow or whatever. Right. If you speak something, like you said, swear to your own hurt. But uh, when, we, when we begin to realize that our words have weight, that they are a creative force, that God used words to create, create the, the world, world. Yeah. he taught us that... Uh, out of the words of our mouth, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So it matters what you put in your ears, what you put in your heart, because it's going to come out of your mouth. And when you say God's word, you have to realize that this is God speaking. And he spoke it because he wanted to see it come to pass. When he says things like, by your stripes, you are, by my stripes, you're healed. He means he wants you to be healed. And when we believe it, we get the manifestation of it. It won't return void. It's going to prosper in the way that it, it was intended to. The Amplified, I want to read ahead, that read verse that. 11 in the Amplified. It says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. And in the brackets, it says, without producing any effect, useless. But it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose. And it shall prosper in the thing which... For which I sent it. God has a purpose for every word that He spoke. Every word in the Bible is is has power in it. Jesus said, "Heaven and earth will pass away, but My words will never pass away." Every jot, every tittle, every everything in there that, that God spoke, Amen. it can be relied upon. Amen. And He's just looking for somebody that will believe Him, so that He can have His promise come to pass. And Him and our purpose in life is to glorify God. Well, you know, words have eternity. Like Patrick Henry said. Give me liberty or give me death. Now, how, what was that, 1600, 1700 when he we said like that? We like to quote his words. Yeah. And they're because they were good they got, words. Wait. Yeah, they're good words. Good words. I mean, I mean, it's just powerful. So when you understand when you say something, that is a contract hmm. between you and the person you're talking to. So when that priest said, do you take this woman, Kathy, to be your lawful wedded wife? At the time, she was my girlfriend. But boy, now something's... Fiancé. <laughs> I mean, fiancé, yeah. Girlfriend, and said, but I want to tell you something. Standing on that altar, not only was that priest looking at me, God Almighty was looking at me. You see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? When he, God gave Abraham his word, he said, I swear by no one greater than myself. That was, he said, I, I'll paraphrase that for you. If I cease to do what I tell, I'm going, I tell you what I'm going to do, Abraham, I will cease to be God. I'll turn everything over. That's the kind of God we have. His words will not return void. Amen. You see, but I find a lot of people, they've told me this, they told me that. You know, I, I remember this. Uh, sometimes I'd make a vow to the Lord that I wanted to give some money. And guess what? Naturally, when you do that, all of a sudden it seemed like money got tight, something like that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I made that priority. Mm -hmm. In other words, I said, because I said I would give this to the Lord, I don't care if I go hungry today. I'm going to give this to the Lord Amen. because my word is my bond. So me and Kathy, we've been, at the time of, we're doing this here, boardroom chat, we've been married 53 years. 
I said, I'd take care of her. I have. She said she'd take care of me. She has. When we work together, you know, I had her back. She's got my back. I mean, we just go for it. That doesn't mean we don't uh, disagree. Disagree a lot of things. But, but she ain't walking out one door and I'm walking out the other. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? We can agree to disagree. But you know what? When, when, you know, it, we just do what we say. Right. If she says she's going to cook something, uh, she does it. Like what she told me that not too long ago, especially around the holidays, she kind of, she likes to cook gumbos and things. So I'm going to cook a gumbo. And the next thing I smelled was onions. Smelled the whole house for days. I mean, the Holy Trinity. The effect of my my words permeated the house. Permeated the house, man. (laughs) And I thought, well, I like the way it smelled because Uh it it was a sweet-smelling savor to me. Uh Do you see what I'm trying to say? So when you you understand that, and yet people lie today so easily. I remember when I was growing up, if they caught a government official lying, they was almost thrown out. His career was over. Today it's nothing. They all say, in oh, fact, well, they, everybody lies. Everybody lies. But that don't make it right. True. God said all liars have their part in the lake of fire. Some people say, I don't believe that. Well, well you might really get burned up if, 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 you, if, if, you make, if you go before God in that manner. See what I'm saying? And when you understand this, we have a testimony. I want Kathy to read it in just a minute. In 2009, ladies and gentlemen, I called a staff meeting at my ministry here. And the Lord spoke to me to believe for this aircraft. I said, I'm believing for a Falcon 7X. That's 2009. This is the end of 2023 at the time of this taping. Watch this. I stood on the word. Many you gave to, to, to that plane. Well, 2010 came, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 2020. Plane's not there, but I kept saying I'm believing for my 7X. Anywhere in the world, one stop. 21, COVID hit, that didn't change it. 21, 22, 23. Well, if you look at our October magazine, uh, and Kathy does that magazine, she's the editor of that thing. If you look on the back of the uh, last page of the magazine, it shows a picture of the Falcon 7X going forward, and it says, mission accomplished. See, I told you I would do that. It actually said, thank you, partners, mission yeah. accomplished. Now, why did I say, I t- you sent that seed. It would have been wrong for me to take that seed and do something else with it because you gave it for that. It's called designated funds. You see, that's why I take persecution from somebody. Why? Because you gave to it. And now, bless God, we have it. And it's just such a blessing to be able to go all the way, halfway around the world nonstop on wholesale jet fuel, which means this. If you give $5, if I got to Copenhagen, Denmark, a gallon of jet fuel costs $12 over there. $12. Just to fill up a car, 12 bucks is is astronomical. Imagine what it costs to fill up a jet. But yet I flew over there for like $2.29 or 59 cents a gallon because it was wholesale. To me, that's good business. Now, if I'd have took that money and used it for something else, uh, that would have been wrong. Actually, uh, that would be against the law. And your, your word. And I would have broken my word. Right. You see, I don't break my word. When I tell you something, I'm going to do what I said. And then, of course, people say, I don't think you ought to have that. Well, you need to talk to about two or three million people who gave to it because they wanted it to happen. Do you see what I'm trying to say? And that's what I'm talking about. But my word was my bond. And I love that when I look at the Scripture and then I look out and see all these impossible things going on. Well, for example, all the wars that have happened, wars, rumors of wars, everything. People mad, hurting in the streets, screaming and hollering. 
well, what do you do? I look at a little scripture, which is God's word. They said, what are you going to do? But Jesse, occupy till I come. When the COVID shut us down, they wanted to shut the church down. We couldn't travel. We couldn't do anything. You know what we did? We just occupied. We didn't have to worry about the note on this because we were debt free. Mm-hmm. Yet, through technology, right. we were able to still preach the word of God through the camera, through broadcast television, through social media and things of that nature. We wouldn't stop. People say, why don't you retire? Uh, well, I'll tell you why, because it's not in my DNA. Because my, the, it's a calling, not a career, not a job. You see what I'm saying? I did something today. <laughs> I almost broke my word to myself today. I exercise. may not look like it, but I exercise a lot. <laughs> Kathy said, I'm so proud of you. And I said, well, thank you. I've been, I've been on, I mean, just royal. I mean, just beat myself. This morning I got up and I thought, I don't want to exercise. I ain't doing it today. I've been not doing it. So I sat by Kathy because she never does it. You know, she just drinks her coffee. I do it a couple of times a year. <laughs> a couple of times a year. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sitting there. I mean, I mean, I am religious. I'm not doing it. And it felt so calm. I even laid back. I think I fell off to sleep sitting there. Oh, I yeah, did. you did. I probably did a little snort. I thought you were praying. Then I heard yeah, the no, snort. I'm going, I man. And I woke up and I <laughs> felt so good. And I said, I'm just not, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to do it today. Well, I got up and I started walking back toward our bedroom. We were in our, uh, uh, in our dense Catholic or the family room, whatever. And when I walked in there, I went, shut up, Jesse Duplantis. Put on them jogging shorts. <laughs> Put on them shoes. But I don't want to. <laughs> shut up. And, I, man, I put on my stuff, come walk. And Kathy said, you're going to do it? I said, oh, yeah. But, you see, I could have broke my word, but I know what would have happened. I, I, while I'd been doing a board room chapter, I said, I should have done this. Uh, you beat yourself up when you break your word. You beat yourself up, you know it. Like I'm dying in the day, and then you see a piece of cake. Oh, God. And you eat a piece of cake. Well, Lord, it wasn't my fault that I had to eat it because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. That may be true in one sense, but you said. See, what you say must come to pass. Why? Because the only Jesus, I'm going to say it again, the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. Mm-hmm. So let me read verse 11 again so you can understand. Okay. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. And you can say and read that scripture. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing wherein to I sent it. So I paid cash for the seven acres. Somebody wrote in. Yeah, that's what I was wanting to I, read. I want read that. This is from a, another person. Read it. Tammy says, I love watching you all and have been partnering with you, partnering with you for 20 years. 20 since, years. Since, since 2004. I thank God every day that Brother Jesse got that Falcon 7. seven she put 7, but 7X. Now watch this. That person wasn't mad at me. You know why? Because I did what I said. Right. You, you see, do you understand what I'm saying? You know, and, and that's what I mean. So be very careful about your word because your word is who you are. Mm. And I remember years ago that if you gave somebody, if you took, Look at the man, and you were going to do some business with that man. You shook his hand, looked him in the eye, and you broke what you said. Nobody do business with you. Now, my God, you can't hardly buy a pizza without getting a lawyer. I'm getting a contract. <laughs> you, know? you sure you're going to pay for this pizza? Yeah, yeah. Pay yeah. for it first. Oh, yeah. Then we'll make it. Oh, I mean, it's just the craziest <laughs> thing you ever seen. Because people's word means nothing. Well, I don't mean to sound arrogant. My word will mean everything to me and to God all the days of my life. I said I would live clean and holy. I have done that. I got born again 
on Labor Day weekend, 1974. I have not had any scandals whatsoever. Now, people say, I, they lie about me, and yet, but it's, that wasn't true, and it was all proven wrong. They lied, the media and all those different things. But I told I would. What do you I, mean about the aircraft? Well, that's that the, aircraft, that's that's the just were. one thing. All those kinds of things. But I mean, I made up my mind that I would preach this gospel. And that if I was tired, so what? That I would put God first in my life. Without sounding prideful, I have done that. I've put, I've put Kathy first in my life. There ain't no other woman out there. I, I ain't chasing no other woman out there. And yet I got people that actually say that. I had a man tell me that. All them women that work at your church, uh, that work for your ministry, man. He said, man, you got a lot of women. I know what he was saying. I said, boy, you must have a really bad uh, outlook on women. What, what, what do you think they are, prostitutes? I know they working, making a living just like anybody else. I couldn't believe it. I had to rebuke him. Well, of course. I mean, just rebuke him royally. I said, what's the matter with you? You know, but you know how people are. You know, he crazy in his mind, got, actually got lust in his mind, and that's his problem. And, I, and this is, if you want to get fired real quick working for me, is if you try to sexually harass somebody in this ministry, you're gone. Just like that. I mean, in a second. And before I can say it, Kathy, hit you with a broom. <laughs> she put yourself, get out the door, you know, because we don't put up with that stuff. We will not do that. You see what I'm saying? Why? Because that person's a human being, you see? And, and, and I've told my staff different things. And right now there's some things I tell my staff that we're believing for, and we had not got it yet, but it's coming. How long is it going to take? I don't know. That had anything to do with it. We said it. It, it, it was decreed, it was declared, and it shall Some be. Some of the things that Isaiah talked about, because he lived over 700 years before Jesus was even born. Isaiah prophesied about the birth of a Savior, which we're in the yeah. Christmas season now. Uh, he says, for unto you a child is born, okay. unto you a son is given. I yes. think it's Isaiah chapter 9. Right. But uh, So these things were prophesied. These were thoughts. These were words that God spoke through his prophet. And they came to pass when Jesus was Even born. Even though it was 100 years later. So over 700 years. Mm -hmm. So that just is one indicator that God's word can be relied upon. Okay, Whatever let, he let, spoke about yeah. in his word can be believed. Let me interrupt you. To us, it was 700 years. God, it was a snap. Nothing. Time don't exist with God. Right. See what I'm saying? See, that's what destroys so a lot of people. So his word is going out there, and we put a timetable on it. But as far as God's concerned, it's done. And it's just wait, the fulfillment is on its way. So even no matter what promise that you see in the word of God, maybe it's the promise you're believing for your family to be born Amen. again. God says it's God not his will it. that anyone should perish, pieces, but all should come to eternal life. So it's his will. And so our responsibility in that is to pray for our family members, rebuke the devil from blinding their eyes right. to the truth, and believe God's promise. And then we trust that God will... Uh, will speak to them. And, and well, I, that's what I did when I prayed for you to get born again, my right. different family yeah. members. And you would not it stop. Works. You would not stop. I want to answer the question, what about somebody that's been praying for to be healed and they died? Okay, if you go to the book of Hebrews 11, the Bible said, watch that, God came to heal. And women said, no, don't deliver us so we can obtain a better resurrection. See, you don't know, what somebody may be saying something with their mouth, but when it comes close to that time of death, the Lord will walk in that room and say, look, Death and life's in the power of your tongue. You can, oh, here you can go back to living, or you can come here. See, a lot of people think, well, it didn't happen. No, the Bible said these all died in faith. That's, sure, that's better than dying in doubt. God kept his word to that person, and that person kept his word to the Lord. Sometimes people have asked me some things 
that I don't know. So I say, why did that happen? Well, Deuteronomy 29, 29, the secret things belong to the Lord. Right. That's, something, that's a secret between that person and God. Right. We may not know that till we get to heaven. And it also continues that verse. I know you quote that verse a lot, but the last yeah. part I love a lot. He says, but the things that have been revealed belong to us. Amen. So the things that you know about, the things that's been revealed in the Word of God, you can stand on it. You don't have to be in the dark about the promises of God with divine healing, even though you don't understand how it works or right. maybe why it didn't work for someone at some point. We have to trust God, and He will reveal it in His in His time. In it, his perfect. Choice. But, you know, it, it, that's just the way it is. You know, when you say something, that's a contract. I want to go back to that statement I said a while ago. That's a contract between you and the person you're talking to. And you shouldn't break that. And you say, yeah, but I shouldn't have said it. Well, that's all right. You said it. Then you, you go back and you say, heart. look, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said it. You can go to a person well, sure. and say, look, I, was, I, I didn't think this through. Let's agree to, about right. this. And you can go back and recover that. So you don't have to sure. be in bondage to that as well. So to me, I like to, I like to believe the unbelievable, receive the impossible, because it's doable. Mm -hmm. I love faith because you say the evidence of it is not seen. Why? Because if I can't see it, neither can the devil. Right. But God said faith works, and that's the only way you please him. You know, I don't struggle when God speaks to me. I'm not going, you're not mad today, are you? I don't think I any struggling stuff. Well, because I know that the Lord loves me. Mm -hmm. And the Bible said, whom he loves, he chastised. That doesn't mean he beat your brains out. No, no, no. What he's saying was that he's, he's teaching you we are God's children. We're not God's adults. Yes, we grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ. We should do that. But we're still God's children. My daughter at the time of this is 52 years old. But as far as I'm concerned, Jody's still a little girl. Now, she's full grown. I got a 15-year-old uh, wonderful granddaughter. Hallelujah. Looks older than that, which I don't like, but that's fine. <laughs> you know what? But I tell you what. When I tell them something, I'm going to do what I, I, I do what I say. And it would really hurt their feelings if I broke my word to them mm -hmm. or you or you, but especially to God. I said I would live clean and holy. I love what Joseph said. You know, Joseph was the only Jewish guy that nobody would have found out if he'd have slept with Potiphar's wife. Man, he's the boss of the place. Potiphar's gone. You know, nobody. Nobody would have, uh, would have ridiculed him because no. What he was believing, no one that what he was believing, nobody was there to believe that. But you know what that man said? How can I do this great wickedness and sin against my God? Oh man, what a powerful he statement. He was one godly man in a nation full of heathens. Complete heathens. Didn't know anything about God, yet he stood for truth and All for life. All these weird gods around it. Yeah, Everything. and so he didn't he he was accountable to God. Went to jail for twenty years, but you know God went to jail with him? Uh, let me tell you, if you're, a prison, if you're a prisoner and you're seeing it, God, and you're in jail, God, God ain't getting out of jail till you get out of jail. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. That's his word. People say, well, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm in the desert, but God's not around. That's just your feelings, man. You, you've been listening to that song, feeling, no. nothing more than feeling. No. no, he said he'll never leave you. has nothing to do with feeling. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, we in the house, you know, uh, uh, and it's some, and, and, uh, I may be so busy and Kathy trying to get my attention and I'm not paying attention, say, or vice versa, something like that, you know. But, but we don't just say, well, have an argument about the situation in any way, shape, or form. You know, I know she's busy, I'm busy, we do it, and then we'll get a chance to talk. Now, you know, <laughs> the kind of person I am, you can't talk to me in the bed. You can hang that up. But, but the second bounce of my head on that pillar, gone. 
I'm gone. I, I don't have a hard, I don't, I, I don't struggle sleeping. You know, I mean, it's it just it, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and, it just, and that's good. So the reason why people say, you're not afraid to fly so much, you know? No. Why? Death and life's in the power of my tongue. Watch that bus support. Whoa, here we go again. Now you are framing something that you don't want to happen. You're believing for something you don't want. I, I preached a sermon on that. You ought to get that. You ought to order that. Quit believing for things you don't want. That's a powerful sermon. See, I said, I, I want to go and come the way God said I should go. See, I, I have to believe God for millions of dollars every month for this ministry. I wish it was a million, but it's not. It costs a lot of money to, to, to pay this staff. It costs a lot of money for these. I mean, my utility bills at this ministry would blow your socks off. You know, these television lights that, you know, some of them are LED, but some, some of them are not and all that kind of stuff. Why is that? But you know what? My God supplies. Amen. Not only need, but desire. And I'm going to take it to the next level and want. The Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. And I believe that. You know, and, and I felt a little Lord to say this. You know, sometimes people think when you lose a spouse, you just got to suffer a long time. You got to suffer. And there's nothing wrong. You know, listen to me. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, everybody has a right to be happy. And I got, but I believe you also ought to respect the person you were married to. Doesn't mean you can't get remarried. Not, but I'm not, but, but if you want the actual truth of the matter, see, if that person dies, you're free right there. You could marry the next day. But if you did, everybody would say, you've been messing around. Something going on with you. <laughs> That's common sense. You know, you don't do that. Mm. But what I'm saying is, is a, I've heard some people get very angry because somebody, would, uh, they didn't think they waited long enough. Maybe it was uh, two years. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, man, why, why, why did she get married, remarried? Or why did he remarry? Well, maybe they have a right to be happy. What is wrong with that? That life that they were together is now gone. And God said, you're free. He hadn't changed that. You understand what I'm saying? But, but yet a lot of people didn't want to criticize you. Now, and I, I had to tell my sister that they're all in heaven today. She got so mad when daddy remarried. I said, Deborah, listen to me. This lady, and we wasn't mad, wasn't mad at the lady that, that my dad married. <laughs> they were mad at daddy. Esther was a wonderful person. He was married to her for 20 years and she passed. He was married to my mom, I think, 37 years and she passed. Anyway, to make a long story short, I told Deborah, she cannot take the place of our mama. You only got one mama, that's the way it is. But she can be a wife to daddy. She had a hard time seeing that. And I thought, why? You know, why can't he be happy? You, do you see what I'm saying? Now, that, that's my point. Now, I don't think it should be the next day or the next week. Well, you daddy, kind of your dad, yeah, you know, I was yeah, with your sister yeah, on that one. Yeah, Kathy was mad because <laughs> that was only two months. I thought that was a little. Yeah, that was a little. And he never met this woman. I'm the one that kind of caused it to happen. I no, entered, you did not. Well, I introduced that her to mean him. That you caused it to happen. Well, I introduced her to well, him, didn't I? That, yeah, but not, you didn't expect that. <laughs> I did wasn't you? expecting him to get married. <laughs> I, you know, I was just buying, trying to be polite. Well, Hello, we, we this did, is Esther. This is my father, Esther. Paul the Plant. Hello. And uh, they, they struck up a conversation. And before you know it, that happened. But you know what? Even though it was quick. They kept their word to each other, though. That they kept their word to each other. And I was glad that dad was, dad was happy. Mm -hmm. You see, well, I'm going to tell you something. When you keep your word to God, you keep God happy. Because he takes you at your word. Mm -hmm. 
And I take him at his word. You know, on these uh, chats, we covered so many different subjects. You can go back. This is number 189. So we've been doing these, and they're all on different subjects, all from the based on the word of God. Uh -huh. And people are watching them and over and over again. I want to read it one testimony yeah, that just illustrates that. Because I just, because I saw how, you know, even when we start out with one subject, we go like down this river. Yeah. <laughs> we sometimes it gets it a fast. Yeah, and we go in wherever the Spirit leads because there's going to be something from these chats that's going to bless everybody, I believe, and from different points. This one, glasses this, so no, see? I can see it. Okay. From, <laughs> uh, from Vern says, hello. Uh, Vern, you got to listen. Vern. Vern talking. <laughs> He's giving me a hello, hard Vern. time. <laughs> we appreciate your testimonies, your yes, comments. Vern says, hello, Jesse and Kathy. Just want to send blessings to you and your family. Your videos have helped me a lot in my faith. I do not like watching TV programs these days. I started listening to you only three months ago. I pull up playlists on the internet and listen over and over again. Plus, I get new notifications. Even though it's not much, I send in donations each month. A lot has changed for me in my health and my finances too. Keep doing what you do. A lot of people really need you these days and continued blessings. Burn. it's not how much you send. It's the idea you thought of us, and you listened to God, and you became a partner to this ministry. Yeah, and let, and, let me say that real quick. And a lot's changed in and their a lot's life changed because in their life. of the word. The anointing of increase is on us. Some of you need to be a partner to this ministry. You, you've been eating in the pea patch. It's time to sow the seeds. See what I'm saying? And it's not that you're paying for it. No, but what happens is this anointing of increase will come upon you just like it did Vern. Mm -hmm. And I like you know, Vern said, well. You know, it's not that much. It is to God, and it is to Jesse Amen. and Kathy. Amen. If you'd like to be a partner, go to jdm.org. That's our website, and you can make a donation there. You can use PayPal if you'd like to do that. You can text to give a one-time gift or a recurring one if you want, or you can go to the JDM app, app application, whatever you call yep. it, and select the giving. Or you can just mail in an old-fashioned check to the 100%. I think It's going in the world evangelism. That's good. We're debt-free. Don't owe nobody nothing. I, can, I, can, I, can I brag on God? This facility here, if I, this is all built debt-free. If I would have borrowed the money and three banks would have given me the money, I didn't. I, I believe God that I would pay for it cash. Paid and it because of did. our partners, we did it. We have saved close to 20, I think 27, almost $27 million dollars in interest. Yeah, we would have had to pay if we'd have borrowed. Yeah, so but I took God that 27 provided. million that I saved and I put it in world evangelism. Hallelujah. That's so God. Good. Go ahead, read some more. I, I didn't want to see well, because like my word said I would not borrow. I'm not he, saying borrowing is a sin, but I, it is for me. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I want to let people know that. So it's okay. I'm not, I have a problem with that. Of course. But I'm just saying, for me, no. Why? Well, I just like. I like living by faith. I just enjoy it. Go ahead, Kathy. I'm well, sorry. I just was bringing that up because so many people watch us on different platforms. Some watch on YouTube, but the app is probably the best way because while you're on the app, JDM app, the JDM app, and there's information how you can get that if you're watching on a different play because the app has a playlist. You can, I remember I go to the app, to, and also on a YouTube, we have a playlist. You can watch things over and over again. It's really great. I like this one from Alaska. It's the name, the handle is Alaska Dude. JDM equals Jesus Deliverance Ministry. <laughs> That's so fun. I love Alaska too. Yeah, and I like and, the cold. And I last just enjoy week we, you had such powerful. We had powerful teaching. You did most of the teaching. It was so good. This one from Ricky says, "I've been behind the cross, beside the cross, in front of the cross, 
And the anointing is on me. That's powerful. I like that. I they talked about that. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You did. I just enjoy being saved. Go ahead, read And some then more. Joanna says, Thank you, Father, for showing me the steps to freedom from debt. In Jesus' name, amen. So there are nuggets that come out in all of these oh, chats that we she have been called teaching. It freedom. Freedom from debt. That's a good word. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. Mm hmm. That's a very good word. Go ahead, Kathy. Yeah, and then you talked about, uh, this one's Martha. Uh, it was a question. Hi, this is a question if you want to answer question? it. Okay. It says, hi, Jesse and Kathy. Is there a wrong way or a right way to pray? Sometimes I feel like I'm just repeating myself. I have a poor vocabulary and I tend to beat myself up about it. I really need guidance. Okay, you want to answer that? No, you She said, Jesse and Kathy? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, you answer first. Well, answer. I don't think there's a wrong way to pray. If you mm -mm. pray from your heart, God sees your heart. In fact, the Holy Spirit will even give you words to pray, so don't question the words He gives you. And you can actually learn to pray. If you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you could pray in the Holy Ghost and let the Holy Ghost pray for you. And sometimes He'll even give you the interpretation so you can know how the prayer went. That's it. But it's, it's really, uh, it's just you pray to the Father in Jesus' name. It's the best thing to remember. And know that when you come to him, he always hears you. His, his ears are always open to the cry of his children. So Hallelujah. don't get under condemnation. Just believe God and trust yes. him and you'll see your answer. What's her name? Martha. Martha, why would you beat yourself up using God's language? Prayer is the language of God. And let me tell you, it don't have to be a whole, you say you don't have much vocabulary. Well, it doesn't make any difference. You can just say, God. And he can read into you immediately. So don't beat yourself up on prayer. That's just the devil. He's trying to stop you from praying. Because one word from God will change your life yeah, forever. That's right. Amen. So I, I, me, people ask me all the time, and I, I'll say this, Martha, but just how long, how long do you pray? I say, you know, and, and I say, well, you know, I don't pray very long. Or that make them mad. I said, but I, I, I said, I have many conversations with God. See, to me, prayer to me should be conversation. I like talking to the Lord. And we talk about all kinds of different things. I mean, everything you can think of other than uh, uh, actually biblical things. You know, it's just uh, like one time he says, he, I, he, he, the Lord questioned me to make sure I see if I'm going to say the right thing. Well, how you feel today, Jesse? I said, I don't go by what I feel. I go by what I, I believe. And I believe the word of God. <laughs> and I believe that. I, he said, I like that. Mm -hmm. I remind him all the time of his word. Mm -hmm. He said, put me in remembrance of his word. I do that. Mm -hmm. That's prayer if you want to call it. I, I prefer to call it just conversation and just enjoy it and, and things of that nature. Why? Why not? It's just fun, you know, and, and we just enjoy each other's company. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because he's never broken his word to me. Not one Time. God. That's a miracle of the Lord. You know, how, well, but then God says, you can do the same. Have you ever broken your word to God? Yes, I have. I'm not going to lie. And I did, and I had to repent over that. Now, it was in the very beginning of my ministry, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes you want to throw a fit like a baby. I was a baby Christian, you know, walking around with my pampers on, you know, <laughs> and, but I had to grow up a little bit here, you know. I didn't understand. You want, you want an example? I started talking about God one time. Somebody hit me. Oh, oh no. Now, now, I ain't big enough to whip nobody, but I take a gun and blow your head off. But what? That I, thought hit, entered into your head. Oh, oh yeah, because before I was saved. That's when you say, my thoughts are not. I'm not bragging. Not I, I'm just going to be honest with you. God can't remember that. I, I was raised on the streets of Northern. You do what you got to do. I mean, you take that sucker out. That's what the Mississippi River's for. Over. That's the kind of man I was. 
Now, I ain't proud of that, but, God, but Jesus forgave me. So I thought once I got born, because I didn't know what the scripture said, you know, I was, you know, in that particular thing, and boy, I'm talking, wham, it slapped me. Oh, and you know, I, I would have preferred the person to punch me. Because slap is like an insult. <laughs> it's, more, it's more than the punch, you know. Oh, I got, listen, I got mad at God. I mean, got mad at God. And I said, you let that, I mean, I mean, I'm hollering at God like an idiot, you know, but I had my pampers on, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, you know. And the Lord said, you mean to tell me you're willing to walk away from me for, from a little slap? They spit in my face. They pulled my beard out. And I went, God, forgive me for being a complete idiot. I said it. I called myself an idiot. You complete idiot. God, forgive me. He said, you're already forgiven. He said, what happened was you was persecuted. No, it's not fun. Now, I'm going to say something now. When I'm preaching the gospel and somebody does something, that's a whole different thing. You're being persecuted for Christ. But if some, you just don't let somebody just come up and knock you in the head. Uh-uh. No, you know, you're going to have to minister to them. <laughs> you just minister to them in that kind of situation. But I mean, I, but I had to learn. See what I'm saying? You know, we, have a, we have a thing called Mardi Gras. We live in the city of New Orleans. Whoo! And we'd get on them streets and start preaching. People get so mad they want to kill us, you know. And I mean, but, you know, you just did what you have to do because the Lord spoke into it. I don't know how many people were born again, be screaming, cursing on the street. And we just kept a preaching. No telling what was going to happen here, boy. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, they hit the ground on their knees and start crying and give their life to God. I've seen that happen so many times. Why? God said, go to the lost. Minister to them. It's not easy sometimes. It definitely isn't easy, but that's okay. One soul is worth more than the whole world. Amen. And God will honor you and bless you not some of the time but all the time. Yeah. You got some more? I do. Phil, they have people watch us from all over the world. We so appreciate y'all watching. Phil says, watching from Indonesia. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy. God bless you both. Janice says, what a good teaching, because they watch different ones in the uh -huh. past. This was from this week, actually. It says, watching from the UK. And Ava says, amen, Brother Jesse. I love you and your wife's ministry. Y'all are spot on with God's word. Keep on teaching the word in Jesus' name. Well, that's we word people. That's right. And sometimes people want to criticize because you say you word people. <laughs> but not only do I believe God's word, I believe my word. Mm -hmm. Because your word and God's word, like I said at the beginning of the boardroom chat, should be synonymous. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't change. Can't right. change it. I told Kathy when I married her, to death do us part. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. She ain't going nowhere and I ain't going nowhere until the Lord calls us home. You see what I'm saying? If that happens. Now, I personally believe in the rapture. <laughs> I'm going to get some people mad. Or you're one of those escapist theorists. No, I'm not. I just like believing that, and I see it in the Scripture, just like you don't see it, and yet we use the same verses where you don't see it, the same verse where I do see it. But uh, let me help you. I love the verse of the Apostle Paul. He says, comfort yourself with hmm. these words. See, when you don't believe in these things, you take out the comfort. And what's the Holy Spirit's name? The comfort, comforter. And then people say, well, what about all the government stuff? God said the government would be on Jesus' shoulders. I'm not worried about any of that stuff. I mean, I don't like what's going on. I can't stand all that. I hate it when innocent people die. But that's what Satan does. He's a serial killer. You know, you know I hate it. But you know what? I mean, when no one would have to die. We can have peace on earth, goodwill toward men, just like we say every Christmas. 
See what I'm saying? Every day. So I hope you enjoyed this little teaching today that keep your word and God's word together. And you know what? People will honor you. They'll say, that's a man of honor. Mm -hmm. That's a woman of honor. That when they say something, you can take it to the bank. In fact, that's what a bank does. It accepts your word. Now, it checks you out, you know, checks your credit rating. But it expects you to keep You know it. why they check your credit rating? It's your history of you keeping your word. Of you keeping your word. Exactly. That's exactly why you know, that's I want to read done. one more testimony before okay. we go out because it flows in line with what you're just saying yeah. now. It's so good. It uh, says, thank you for this powerful boardroom chat. On my side, I choose to risk my reputation huh. because I'm on an assignment with God. When God is with you, he takes away fear and gives boldness to do his assignment and then favor follows because you are on the right track. Even if people or feelings try to offend or stop you, you will be unstoppable because his sheep hear his voice. It's basically what you've been talking about. Oh, yeah. About. We, we, we talked about uh, how Mary risked her the mother of Jesus, risked her reputation. Brother, when you got pregnant, back then, they'd kill you. Right, and that's what she They she's... would kill you, but she said... Look how God restored that reputation. Can you imagine the terrible words? She Mary believed was the called? word of God. She believed God's word. She says, "Be it unto me, even, even as, as you said. said." Meaning, the word you said, I believe it. Can you believe what people called her? Then worry about her reputation. Did you hear what I said? Do you realize the terrible words they called the mother of Christ? But the reason why it's almost I can't hardly believe they would say that because God restored her reputation. She, she is the mother her, right? of the son of the living God. Because he proved he was the son of God. Ooh, did he ever. Dying on the cross, resurrecting from the dead, making so, us all alive and free today. I guess I could name this boardroom chat. I could say your word and God's word should be synonymous. Let's just call it keep your word. Keep your word. Because if you keep your word, the word will keep you. That's good. This is Jesse and Kathy saying, see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. Uh -huh.